The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Spotify Greenroom. It's the live, audio-only sports talk platform. It's free to download and use. Talk to the fans, athletes, insiders in real time. Awesome for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdown, reacting to breaking news. It's a free, audio-only social media platform. Almost like an audio version of Twitter where you're following a game around and you're not dealing with trolls and what the hell not. It's basically like being, being, being in a bar with your buds or your girls. You know, what, you know whatever genders of friends that you have. You watch the games together, react to all the stuff that's going out. And who knows? Maybe you know if you talk to other fans, talk, talk to other fans. You got to talk to other athletes, insiders, you know, executives, athletes. Who knows who shows up at these things? All you need to do is download the app. It's free on the iOS App Store or go to the Google Play Store. Create a profile like your Twitter and, and join a group. And come in with your spiciest takes. Spotify Green Room, check it out. All right, guys, welcome to another Pit Panther Rants, another Sports Rants podcast. Wild Harris, your host, brought to you by the Sports Drink. Howdy ho. I don't know if that's, you know, you know the actual, you know, slogan, but whatever. Uh, let's take a look here. Not much really going on for the sports. Well, we, we, had that, we had that Thursday night game last night, and we had some more injuries, like we always do. I mean, Thursday night games are, are just a weird, you know, thing in itself. Um, Steelers obviously are, you know, they have their game coming up and Ben Roethlisberger is, uh, you know, he's supposedly hurt, but he's going to play hurt. Ben loves to be dramatic about this stuff, but the thing is, is he didn't look good in his game. He didn't look all that great against against the Raiders. And if we're being quite honest, if he's going to be hurt, if he's going to play, play like shit and continue to be hurt and play like shit, then he needs to probably just finish out this year and just, you know, move on with life's work. And, you know, I was hoping maybe we'd, you know, he, you know, wouldn't have to deal with this, but when you when you can't run the ball and, I mean, the offense, pretty, for the most part, is just hot garbage. Excuse me, I'm grabbing something on my refrigerator. If you, guys, if you guys want anything, I got some, let's see. I got ribs I'm going to make this weekend. I got some sauerkraut, kielbasa and pork. Uh, let's see, I got some chicken fries, some eggs. What else do I have in here? Pot stickers, some fruit, hot dogs. Uh, let's see, leftover pork chops. You know, if you want something to drink, I got some Yingling Light. I got some apple juice, some orange juice and whatnot. And excuse if you hear any noises. Uh, my gate is being, well, actually, my landlord's uh, back fence is being repaired. Because, you know, according to my neighbor behind me, the, you know, the, the, the person, you know, told me my gate, the, my gate slammed into her gate. And I said, okay, well, I figured it was her, it was her home because, you know, that she owned it. But really, it was her landlord who owns, the, owns it. It's a really nice house, so Lord knows how much in rent she's paying. I mean, I got a, I got a good deal in this place, but... He hasn't really put any work into this home in probably about a good 20 years. I mean, this 
it was built in 1981 and still looks like it, you know, has all the most original stuff on this house. You know, I mean, the garage door is electric, but I'm, I'm not sure when the electric garage, garage doors came out, but I, I, would, I would say the garage door is probably at least about 30 years old. I mean, it's, the garage door itself is, you know, it's metal and, and he probably could update a little update things here, but then again, my rent, my rent would go up if he would do that. So no, thank you. All right, so let's see. We got you know the big Ben drama is the big Ben drama. Uh, Steelers just you know, I'm not sure what, the, what what it's gonna be like for this year. I mean, Baltimore, despite injuries, they came off a big win against Kansas City, and I'm not sure what to expect there. You know, for you know, plus the Browns are they rolled over Texans, so I mean it's hard to say who's gonna come out here because. You know, Baltimore may have Baltimore kind of got kind of got lucky with their win over KC, and the Browns beat the Texans, and Texans game game a game until Tyrod Taylor got hurt, and so I don't know if you can really say that. You know, it's hard to say how the how the Browns are, but yeah, I mean, there's I don't know, there's not much else really to go off of. I mean. Uh, it seems like we've, we've put the pit loss to Western Michigan on the back burner. I mean, I think, you know, that's the thing about us pit fans is every time Pitt has a shitty loss like this, you know, we have the ability to throw it in the sun eventually and we forget about it. And, you know, I mean, the anger is, you know, it's kind of still there. I mean, you know, we're, we're still pissed off that, you know, the, the justice were made and, Randy Bates and Narduzzi apologized for it, and I guess they didn't make adjustments fast enough. I mean, if I mean, how, how do you not make adjustments fast enough in a game like this? I mean, my my guess is they had no idea what to do, and so you know that was that. I mean, they, I mean that's the only thing I can think of is they had no way to react to what was going on. Although it happened last week and or the week before. But that's pretty much how it is. And yes, there's somebody's selling something out there. But Pitt takes on 3-0 New Hampshire. Yeah, the 3-0 this year. Um, who have they beaten so far? One, you know, have, they, have they faced any 1-1-8 one, one, teams yet? Let's take a look. Let's see. They knocked off Stony Brook, 27-21. Towson State, 26-14. And Lafayette, 19-13. Uh, what do I expect for this year? For uh, I mean, not this year, this Saturday, which is a uh, what kind of, it's a new kickoff. Thank God for that. I mean, at least at least we can get this out of our way again, like we did last time. And hope, you know, I mean, I'm not going to go into matchups and whatnot on this game. Here's what I can expect. My expectations is pit, is to pit, to win this game. I don't care how they do it. I don't, if it's 48-41. 21-20, I don't care. Just get the win and move on. Because whatever, whatever, whatever worked against your defense last week, is New Hampshire is more than likely going to do that this week against you guys until you can stop it. So have fun with that. Uh, I think the, the pit passing game should pick up where, it, where it's been leaving off. Uh, running game. Uh, I, I, I said last week the running game would break out, and I'm not going to say it this week. But I'm I'm hoping there there's some sort of movement with the running game this 
Saturday because you're because mainly because you're in game four already and you can't you have not established a run. And if you still can, then obviously a conversation needs to be held with your offensive personnel, your running backs coach, uh, your offensive line coach, your coordinator. I mean, you a big conversation, a big come to Jesus meeting is uh, going to have to be held here because. If you're, in, if you're in week four and you still can't run the ball, I mean, ACC play is coming up. So if you're not going to, if you're going to go into a conference play without a running game, then you're not going to obviously win a lot of games. But then again, is the coastal one where things can and will happen. Yeah, because at first they have, um, was it Georgia Tech and then Virginia Tech? I believe that's what it was. Let me take a look. And I'm yawning now during my podcast as well. That's how that's how enthusiastic I'm to, to do this. Yeah, Georgia Tech is the week. You know, yeah, 11, oh, 11 a.m. kickoff at Georgia Tech. Let's, let's take a oh okay. So Virginia Tech, the kickoff has been determined, or Clemson, Miami, or Duke. Uh, the only one that's been determined is North Carolina, six thirty, some you know, Central Time kickoff. Soon as may have Pitt wins their next two games, you know. The, New Hampshire drew detective four and one, maybe a primetime matchup against you know Virginia Tech at Blacksburg with Inter Salmon. Do 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 you know? Do 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 you know? Yeah, I just listened to that song earlier too. I was listening to some Metallica. Well, I was listening to one, of course. All this random stuff popped up. Uh, yeah, so offensively, I'm expecting you know the passing and the pickup where I left off. We need some sort of movement from the running game because we have all these running backs and we can't seem to find one that actually can you know actually run the ball. I mean, we love Vincent Davis so much. I mean, the other guys must be trash if, if we can't you know if we're with Vincent Davis. The only thing I can think of with Vincent Davis is maybe they let, they trust him more with the ball and with pass in terms of pass blocking. I don't know. I have no idea. Also, another thing to look out for Pitt, as I hope, is taking care of the ball more. They turned the ball over three times last week. So, I mean, that was a contributor as well. Oh, well, guys, let's get to the rest of the ACC. And let me tell you about Spotify Green Room. It's the live, audio-only sports talk platform. It's free to download and use. Talk to the fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. It's great for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, reacting to breaking news. I mean, imagine if you had a pit Twitter green room, you know, all audio only instead of tweeting all the time. Although, I don't know how that would, you know, how that would end for some people, but I would think it'd be fun. I mean, it's like you're joining conversations, you know, news rumors and other stuff you can talk about there. I mean, and of course, you know, you have, um... Possibly other insiders coming on, athletes and executives. I mean, and all I got to do is go to the you know the iOS App Store, you know, or Play Store, whatever. Create your profile, link your Twitter, join a group, and then just come in with your hot, spicy takes. All right, you guys. Now let's see what we got here for the rest of the ACC. Wake Forest of Virginia. Virginia had a disappointing loss to North Carolina last week. Wake has been on a tear. Um, they destroyed Florida State. Uh, let's see, Wake is a they're 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 a, whoa. Wait a minute, 
Wake is a three and a half point dog to Vir- at Virginia. Hmm. I'd go with Wake Forest on this one. Yeah, Wake is you know, yeah. I was hoping for Virginia, but after last week's showing, I, I go with Wake. Syracuse and Liberty. Liberty's a minus six and a half point favorite. I was actually going to pick Syracuse, but I forgot it's Liberty. They're a lot better than what. Uh, yeah, they've they've been a lot better. I think if you're Syracuse, though, this is an important game to play. It, it, it shows what, what's going on with your team and your program. If Syracuse gets gets waxed, then, yeah, I would say probably it's pretty much done for Dino Babers. Missouri and Boston College. Uh, Missouri, um, Boston College is still that Phil Jerkovic. And... I'm going with Missouri. I mean, if, if, I think I think if they had, I mean, if they had, um, let's see, is Jerkvik still back? Let me see. Let's take a look. Hmm. Yeah, Jerkvik's still out, so yeah, I'm definitely going Missouri in this one. Richmond and Virginia Tech. Uh, the Spiders and the Hokies. I'm going with the Hokies at home. Uh, there's no live game. Miami and Central Connecticut. Miami's one and two. They've disappointing start for them. Got to go with the Hurricanes though. It's Central Connecticut. Clemson, NC State. Um, this was a weird one because last week Clemson struggled. They're minus ten point favor for NC State. I'm going with Clemson this one, although they struggled last week against Georgia Tech. Um, I got to go with them. I'm not really convinced with... And State hasn't really convinced me a whole lot. Louisville, Florida State. Now, this is coming after a Thursday night game, so I'm going with Florida State in this one. I think uh, Mike Norville gets in the W column. Kansas State, Kansas and Duke. Uh, Kansas is 1-2 and two, and Duke's 2-1. Duke surprised me with that win over, over Northwestern. I didn't think that would happen. Got to go with Duke. Obviously, North Carolina, Georgia Tech. Hmm. Tech didn't play that bad last week. Ah, you know what? I'm going Georgia Tech in an upset. I think, I mean, I think if they put on a better defensive, you know, the same defensive they did last week against Clemson, yeah, I'm, I'm going, I'm going, I'm taking. Maybe they don't beat them, but they I think they'll cover that 12.5-point spread. Yeah, that's what I think. Now, there's a big thing about how Miami and Florida State are, like, you know, not really good anymore. I was reading about that. I mean, it's a, they're both a mess because of the, the the coaching hires they've made. And Florida, obviously, with, Florida State, obviously, with Jimbo Fisher. That was a big thing. You know, he let the program grow, grow, go, and I think it was because he was supposedly having some marital problems. That's why he went to A&M for his fresh start. But he left Willie, he left Willie Taggart in a mess, and Willie was fired in the middle of a rebuild. And they Florida State basically gave him twenty million from the go away, and that's pretty good to get 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 twenty million to go away. And then you know they. They bring in Mike Norvell, the the godson, and well, he's in a he's now in a rebuild now. 
And Miami, it's been a string of bad hires. I mean, they Larry Coker, there's Randy Shannon. Uh, let's see who else. Al Golden. I mean, there's they made so many hires. I think one thing I really one thing I do attribute the fall of Florida State and Miami to is I attribute it to the rise of Florida mainly because when Coker and Bowen started to falter. Ron Zook actually was recruiting the hell out of Florida, and he was bringing all those Florida players, all the all the good Florida players, to his program. The problem is, is uh, Zook was a lame duck coach, so when he was fired, uh, Urban took over, and Urban won national titles with with Zook's, with Zook's players, and he, he he continued on until um, you know until he had some um, quote unquote health issues, and you know he retired, but. And of course, now everybody minds. But then, you know, once Florida State faltered, once Florida no, once Florida Gators faltered a bit, then a lot of that, a lot of that Florida talent they were going elsewhere. I mean, people love recruiting that state, as they do Texas. So many really good players and so many good athletes. You know, that's pretty much what happens there. I don't know what's going to happen with Florida State Miami, but they're not the programs they used to be. To be. Uh, and it's a big reason why Florida State tried to get, was trying to get in the SEC because they're looking out for their interests and they know that they're just you know they're they're not um, they're not they're not the program they once were and they can't generate the money that they once were so they have to go somewhere where they can get it and that's why they went to the SEC or at least tried to. Let's take a look at the rest of this Wigan. Let's see top twenty five. Let's see. Let's go one double one A the entire one A. Let's see what some what's where some other games going on. Let's see tonight we got Wake Forest Virginia. Ooh, we got two ACC games: Wake of Virginia, Wake Forest Virginia, Liberty and Syracuse. I already talked about those. I like Wake and I like um, Liberty. Starting out the um, September twenty fifth, we have Penn State and Villanova. Both teams three and Penn State should wallop them. Um, you know, no ifs, ands, or buts. After you know, Notre Dame plays Wisconsin. Gotta go Notre Dame in this one. Uh, Wisconsin doesn't have a passing game. Yeah, they're a joke. Um, let's see, LSU Mississippi State. This is an interesting one. Mm, I gotta go with Mississippi State in this one. I just um, Coach O. I think the. If he doesn't, if he doesn't win this one, then the whole thing, the, the fire him starts going on. Let's see what else we got here. No, no, SMU and TCU, <clears throat> another you know an old Southwest Conference matchup. Got to go with uh, it's it's battle the battle of Dallas because you got TCU and Fort Worth, SMU and Dallas. Got to go with TCU though. I mean, there's some. I mean, wow, Texas Tech and Texas, a whole bunch of Southwest Conference matchups. I gotta go with um. I go with Texas. I'm gonna go with Texas Tech in this one. I don't know why. I just like them better. Anything else for this early slate? Washington State, Utah. Utah one and two. Washington State one and two as well. And I got I go with Utah in this one. There were some high hopes for Utah, but it doesn't look like it. Iowa and Colorado, Colorado State, fifth rank Iowa. Gotta go with them. Texas A&M and Arkansas, both 3-0. Mm, I'm going to go with uh, 
I'm going to roll with Arkansas at home. Then we got Baylor and Iowa State. Baylor is a lot better than what people are giving credit for. I mean, they're... Hmm. Iowa State's a seven-point favorite. I'm going to go with the Baylor Bears over Iowa State. Rutgers and Michigan, 3-0. and I think uh, Michigan wins this one. It's a 20-and-a-half-point 20 spread. Uh, I think Rutgers will cover 20-and-a-half, but they're not winning it. Let's see what else we have. Is that it? Let's see. For the evening slates, we got Tennessee and Florida. That should be a good one. Well, not really. Florida should wipe the canvas with them. Although Tennessee may be looking better since uh, you know, they made some quarterback changes. Michigan State should wipe out Nebraska. Of course, there's Kansas State and Oklahoma State. you got to go with... Uh, hmm. I don't watch either one, but... Excuse me. I go with uh, I'll go with Oklahoma State, Kentucky and South Carolina. So I mean, there's there's actually some pretty solid games on this weekend. I mean, there's I mean some of them are conference clashes. West Virginia at Oklahoma. I gotta go with Oklahoma. Ohio State, Akron, Ohio State. Go with gotta go with Ohio State. As we look around the rest of these. Anything else of note? I mean, there's the Pac-12 after dark. I mean, you got California, Washington. I don't watch either one, so I, Washington hasn't been the program they once were, so I go with California. BYU in South Florida. Got to go with BYU. Arizona, Oregon. That's a sexy matchup, but Arizona's 0-3. Oregon should destroy them. And you got Oregon State and USC. Got to go with uh, well, USC. Had a coaching change, so go with USC. Then you got Arizona State and Colorado. I'm going to go Colorado. That's basically, you know, pretty much the gist of the whole slate. I mean, you got a lot of co- a lot of conference matchups this, this week. I mean, you got, I mean, a lot of, a lot of Pac-12, a lot of SEC, ACC. I mean, it's, gonna, it's a really pretty solid slate of college football this weekend. So, buckle up, folks. We got plenty more fun things than fun things. And five more weeks. Is there anything else going on this week? Let's check on Twitter to see if there's anything else. There's nothing more annoying on Twitter than the than the well actually. Than the well actually t- kind of person. Or you post something and they, 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 they got to correct you on it. Well, actually, well, who gives a flying fuck of well, actually? But let's see, anything else? No, nothing else. Well, I'll teach you why my play. All right, not much else, but I'll, I'll get into a little bit of the politics here, and I'm going to make a prediction here. That in 10 years, Rex, Chap- Rex Chapman and Joe Rogan will do a podcast together. They'll have their own podcast show. That's what I predict. Because when I look on Twitter, I see one side complaining about Rex Chapman, and I see one side always complaining about Joe Rogan. 
And I bet you know, I bet you they're, they're like a team together. They they work, and in ten years they're gonna be probably sitting on a podcast saying, "Hey, remember the time I did this? Remember the time I took you know bear bear mace for my COVID? Remember all those funny? Remember all those videos I was posting and stealing people's content as my own?" That's Beth. I, I think you know what I, I think that they are gonna have their own podcast together at one at one point. It's gonna happen. That's my prediction. Anyways, guys, have a great weekend. Hold on, pit. Let's hope for a victory.